Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fourth quarter earnings season is always a pretty crazy time. As companies are rushing to make year-end gains in the stock, sometimes they're buying back their stock to try to elevate it up to end the year well, while the earnings season can get just crazy at this time of year. And when a recession is knocking at the door, the average market return is down, what, 20? Some places 25%? Earnings season just gets even crazier. And coming out of the 2020 pandemic sell-off, we saw an unprecedented rate of retail investors, that's you and me, jumping in the market. What happened? Well, people were flush with cash. We were forced to sit home. Many of us just looking at our computer. We binged Tiger King and every other show that Netflix could give us. And what else were we able to do but to start stock investing? Some of us are flush with cash because we used to have a daily pub visit where we'd blow too much money with our friends. Some of us had received some stimulus money that maybe we didn't fully need. So we're able to jump into the retail investing craze. Some of us just saved money and we're bored. We're like, all right, I'll give it a shot. So what happened? It resulted in the most overpriced, elevated, puffed up stock market that I think that any of us have ever seen and possibly that anyone has ever seen. Today, we're doing a case study on chasing returns and why you just shouldn't do it. You're listening to My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. Let's get into it. All right. Well, well, welcome back to another episode. As the saying goes, those who do not study history are bound to repeat it. So today, class, we're looking back at the 2021 hyperinflated bubble that maybe we got a little too greedy. Maybe we thought this ride would last forever. And maybe we just didn't really know what we were doing. But unlike my marriage, not all good things will last forever. Hope you're listening, honey. I know you're not. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, 2021 was an anomaly. It was a black swan event. It was something so other that will stand in history as the great COVID bubble burst around the world. And therefore, stock markets around the world right now are quickly falling down to reality, especially when you look at something called the standard P.E. ratio. P.E., if you're not familiar, that's P slash E, is price to earnings. It's a very standard instrument of how expensive a stock is trading. It's the share price compared to its earnings price. In a crazy bull market like 2021, people get away from what is known as a, quote, affordable company. And yes, I was doing air quotes, even though you can't see me. An affordable company, it shows what is your stock price compared to what are you actually earning as a company. Historically, the P.E. ratio for most S&P 500 companies, for instance, falls around 13 to 15. Historically, that is a healthy range. That's also why the P.E. is sometimes known as a price multiple or earnings multiple. See, the larger the price divided by earnings the company has, the bigger the balloon is likely to pop when markets shift, investor sentiment changes, the P.E. can be a forward-looking indicator, saying, is this going to be a good value now and in the future? 
And this forward-looking P-E ratio is one of the reasons why hyper-growth stocks are just getting crushed in 2020 and really have been crushed and are continuing to feel the pain. See, as Federal Reserve banks all around the world are raising rates, the forward-looking P-E ratios are getting worse and worse and worse because money in the future will be more expensive and therefore their earnings are likely to be less when their P-E ratio is out of whack right now. You see, hyper-growth stocks typically have a larger P-E ratio. The NASDAQ 100, for instance, the 100 largest companies on the NASDAQ, which is a tech-heavy index, is around 23 historically. So because of these hyper-growth, hyper-tech stocks, they have a higher ratio. But that index, those 100 companies in 2021, some of them are very big and have been around for a long time, they saw the average P-E ratio as high as 36. So companies were trading 36 times higher than what they were actually making as a company. Sometimes when you research a P-E ratio, you actually don't see anything because the company doesn't have any earnings. That's not necessarily terrible because these hyper-growth companies are like, we're growing like gangbusters right now. Like We're not making money, but like we're, in theory, we are the future, if you will. So you're betting your money now that this company will last and they will eventually start making money. But when you look at some maybe more well-known growth companies and the multiples are just getting a little bit large, kind of like in America, Thanksgiving's coming up, you know, you bring like your nice pants to the dinner table, but you bring your sweatpants to put on after dinner. It's like, you're, you're a good person, but you just, just, sometimes you get a little inflated. So you need a little bit of squishy cushion. That's the PE ratio. You're a good company. But right now, you're just a little thick, right? Like, you're, you overindulged a little bit. You're not actually earning as much money as you should, and your stock price is a little bit like Nick Bradley after Thanksgiving dinner. And let's be honest, that just leads into Christmas, which leads into New Year. I'll get back to the gym around Valentine's Day. Quit giving me a hard time. Okay, where was I? P.E. ratios. Why are P.E. ratios important? Well, just a quick glance at a company's P.E. ratio can let you know Am I entering the FOMO investor session of life? Am I jumping into this stock because it's a good idea, something that I've researched, something that I want to be a large core holding in my portfolio? Or am I buying it because my neighbor is bragging about how much percentage he's made since June? Well, if you look at the PE ratio, you can find out which one of those things is true. Because a lot of times when you FOMO into a company, you're buying that company at the exact wrong time to get in. Maybe just taking a quick look at the P ratio, you can be like, oh, wow, this company actually doesn't earn anything, and my neighbor is stupid, and he's going to lose all of his money. And then you don't buy the stock, and then when it goes down, you feel really smart. Yes, that is what a quick look at the P ratio can do, because we are not rational humans. I'm sorry. We are irrational. We see a stock going higher and higher and higher and higher, and we're like, yeah, one more time. If it goes higher one more time, then I'm going to buy, and then we buy, and then what happens? It goes down, it goes down, it goes down. And if you feel like this is your investment cycle, you're like, yeah, that's all investing. That's, that's every time I make an investment. It might just be because you haven't taken a look. You haven't slowed down. You haven't done your meditations and just do a little bit of homework. And that's what I'm trying to help us do today. Just a little bit of homework. Okay, we've covered PE ratios. The price of the stock divided by the earnings of the actual company. And how the PE ratio can help us from FOMOing into a bad deal. Because remember, we are investing. If you're day trading, the P-E ratio doesn't matter. If you're swing trading, you might hold for 
a couple days or a week. P ratio typically doesn't matter. But if you're buying a company, not a stock, remember, Warren Buffett says he buys companies, not stock, you actually do need to know what the price-to-earnings ratio is. And is this a time to just build up cash and wait for the stock to come back? Or is this a time to actually invest for the long term? That is what the P ratio can help you do. Now, we are humans. We watch terrible shows like The Kardashians and people suffering on Survivor and all sorts of debauchery around the world. So we like it when people feel pain and we can just eat bonbons on the couch. So we're going to take a quick break. And then after the break, we're going to talk about what companies made Nick's list of don't go chasing stocks, aka the Kardashians of the stock market 2021. We'll see you after the break. Stick with us. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. This is the part of the show that I have labeled Don't Go Chasing Returns, stock number one. Real estate tech giant Zillow. Zillow is an application and a company that you based in America that you can pull up the app and look at your neighbor's house, what they sold for. You can find a house to rent. You can find a house to buy. Great little application. Love using Zillow. Zillow got a little greedy and wanted to make more money, and they started buying a lot of houses, not only in the States, but around the world. And they had a lot of money because a lot of investors gave them their money. And they started buying houses. And when they bought houses, the real estate market went up, and we're now in a little bit of a bubble, at least here where I live in the States. And a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it, is based on Zillow doing that. Well, investors liked that strategy until they didn't. From April 2020, coming right on the end of the COVID crash, till August 2021, so a little more than a year, Zillow's stock was up 204%. And guess what? Their PE ratio is probably somewhere along that rate as well. Because right after August, literally September 2021, to Present day, November 2022, their stock is now down 71%. You're like, well, big deal. They were up 204. Who cares if you're down 71? Well, guess what? You probably didn't buy in April 2020. We probably bought in August 2021. So we may have got 2% upside, and now we've been sliding down the steepest hill you've ever seen at negative 71. You have to look at a PE ratio to help you stop from buying Zillow at the wrong time. Don't go chasing returns number two. Zoom, zoom, zoom. That's right. The darling that is Zoom. The whole world shut down. And who was there to help us to do business, to see our family, to have happy hour over computer with our friends? That was weird. Yes, Zoom. Zoom was there. And we thanked them for it by purchasing 
a lot of their stock. Apparently, we thought Zoom was the only one out there. But when the world woke up from the COVID fog and other competitors got up to speed, Zoom saw their stock fall 72% so far in 2022. Do you like Spotify? Of course you do. Well, you don't like their stock much because they're down 73% in 2022. Uber's competition Lyft is down 74%. Block, aka Square Payments, down 76%. Coinbase, the first big crypto exchange to hit Main Street investors, down 80%. Snap, a one-time huge threat to Facebook, Instagram, and to Twitter, is down year-to-date 83%. Speaking of Facebook, also known as Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, his dream of a population wearing VR headsets everywhere, seems to not be working because people have not enjoyed him spending, get this, a gazillion dollars. That's not a real number, but he spent basically all of Facebook's money on trying to create us into this fake virtual reality world, Meta, and their shares are down 70%. And lastly... Who could have seen this coming? The hype of all hypes of the stay-at-home stock trend. The stock that basically grew to stratospheric rates overnight. The company that had the foresight, the foreknowledge, the for, what for am I looking for? I think foresight works. To glue an iPad to a workout bike and tricking many investors into thinking this was worth billions and billions of dollars. To the point of which... Listen to this. The price-to-earnings ratio in December 2020 was 581. If you recall, just 12 minutes ago, I told you the average P.E. ratio was 12 to 15. Well, guess what? The geniuses at Peloton, well, the people that we thought were geniuses at Peloton, we bought their stock so much that we didn't care that they were only selling like 10 bikes at a time. Their stock price kept going up and up and up, and that means it's a good thing, right? Well, guess what? Their P.E. ratio hit 581. The stay-at-home bike company that everyone wanted in their house. We apparently also wanted it in our stock portfolio. Peloton had a 432% stock return in 2020 alone. Woo! I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers, but think about that. One year, up 432%. That's a good year. Well... People kind of realized, I don't like working out. Like, I like being chubby. (laughs) Like Right now, we're heading into American Thanksgiving. Oh, man, turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy upon gravy and sodium upon sodium. The P.E. ratio is a little bit like my strategy for Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner. Like, you wear your nice outfit over to Grandma's house, but you bring your sweatpants to put on after dinner. Because, yeah, it's nice. The food is good. But then you, sometimes it just gets a little too much. And like that third or fourth piece of pumpkin pie. And you're like, ah, I got to go put on my sweats. Like that is, that's the P.E. ratio of Thanksgiving dinner. The, when the ratio gets so out of control, you need to be like, okay, step away from the table. Go for a walk outside. Take a breath. Because things are getting a little out of control. Well, Peloton had that 432% stock return in 2020 only to see it go negative 76 in 2021, and now down almost 90% in 2022. And if we didn't look at the P.E. ratio, we probably bought literally January 2022, and now you're just obliterated. The money you put in there, hopefully it was not a core position, is basically just gone. And your only hope right now is like 
Amazon, will you please take some of your pocket change and buy Peloton? It's only worth like seven bucks right now. Can you, can you get me up to 10 so I can get some of my money back? And yeah, that's basically the only hope we have is a big company like Apple or Amazon buying out Peloton because we probably FOMO'd in at the wrong time and now it's worth about nothing. PE ratios aren't the sexiest indicator out there. But if you just take some breaths, if you slow down, if you look at literally any stock app, like even the one that just comes on your phone, I think that goes to like Yahoo Finance or something. If you just pull that one out, scroll to the right, it will show you the PE ratio. And when your neighbor or your cousin or your brother at Thanksgiving dinner is like, oh yeah, I got this stock, it's crushing it, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, let me take a look, bloop, bloop, bloop. Well, guess what? The PE ratio is out of control and you're probably gonna lose all your money next year, Bert. You happy with that? Maybe use more discretion with that. But anyway, I know you're smart because you're listening to me talk about stock investment. So just look at the PE ratio. Maybe you'll look even smarter at Thanksgiving. By waiting just a little bit for the market to digest some of these crazy stock moves, you can save a lot of money. If you're making a long-term buying decision, peeking at the PE ratio can save you a lot of money. Sometimes just a little bit of money. But in the case of Peloton, it can save you all your money. Thanks for joining us today on My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. We'll see you next time. This podcast is produced and published by Oregon Trail Investor in the USA. All information is for entertainment purposes only. The brand My Millennial Investor is used under license. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.